All right, guys, welcome back. Yeah, we're at it again. What's going on, guys? Whiskey Shaman Podcast. I keep saying that. Quit saying that. We're keeping it upbeat today. You know, we're not. Uh, we're not gonna let any of this crap get us down. I'm still sick. I don't know. Dying. I don't know what the deal is. I gotta cough like crazy. Um, but the good thing is, um, your guys are here with me. Hope that music isn't too loud for you. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna try to let it run through, um, a little bit. Um, we're keeping it real chill, though. Today, we're gonna talk about a couple things. A couple cool things. Um, we're gonna, whiskey, obviously, duh. It's subjective and common whiskey buying mistakes that people do. Um, man, it's been a crazy week. It's been a real crazy week. Um, man, since I seen y'all last or talked to y'all last, um, man, we went to the coast. Okay, I was sick, right? Went to the doctor, did all the doctor stuff. Um, I didn't go, called it in, whatever, doesn't matter. Started feeling a little bit better on, uh, Friday, whatever it was. Um, and then we went to the coast on Saturday for my daughter's birthday. Happy birthday, baby. She doesn't listen. It's fine. Um, 16, 16 years old. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm an old man. Um, but, uh. But yeah, it uh, it was really fun. We had a good time. Um, and I think I told y'all the last time that um, I uh, like to go down there and I like to pick up a bottle. Um, and so when I went to the local liquor store down there, they had a bottle. And it was a bottle I knew I had to get. It was a store pick. Now, there's been some controversy with this particular whiskey, but that's okay. Um, it was Penelope, and I know we've talked about Penelope um, in one of our earlier episodes. Um, Penelope is a sourced whiskey from MGP, but as of right now, it's not anymore. I mean, it still is, because they bought, MGP bought Penelope, um, but they don't. They're still making the juice, all the whiskey inside. It's still MGP, but now they own the name as well. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, it's still good stuff. Um, MGP makes amazing whiskey. So, And that's one of the things we're going to talk about today, too. But anyway, getting back to my housekeeping. Um, <laughs> so I picked up a bottle. I've, I've had Penelope in the past, and it's really good. Um, it's uh, trying. I'm trying not to hit my computer. Yeah, I'm multitasking at the same time I'm doing this, trying to upload a podcast and do a podcast at the same time. Dude, I'm trying to create the most awesome stuff for y'all. For you. For me. For one of us. Anyway, um, it was a Penelope. It's funny how I can get so far off topic and then come right back to what the hell I was talking about. It's crazy. Anyway, it was a Penelope Toasted Barrel, which... I'm, I don't get on that fanboy thing of toasted and this and that. I have a couple toasted, and they're fine. The toasted, it's like more of a marshmallowy taste, I guess you could say, more than like a vanilla and, and you know, stuff like that. So, um, it was a toasted barrel strength. Yeah. Toasted barrel strength single barrel pick. What? Yeah. Dude, it was like 50 bucks, $55, something like that. So be looking out for that in a uh, review coming soon, either on YouTube or freaking Instagram or something. I don't, I don't, it won't be anytime soon. I've got way too many whiskeys to get through, which is not a problem. When you're the whiskey dude, um, having extra whiskey is great. I was actually gifted a whiskey today. Um, recording this on Saturday, the what the hell is it, 17th? I don't even remember. Yeah, 17th. Is it? Is it? I don't know. I don't know what the day is. 15th. What the hell is wrong with it? Anyway. Um, and uh, my neighbor, actually, 
came and brought a bottle of Woodford Reserve Master Select. Uh, I don't know. I haven't really looked into it a whole lot. It's barrel strength as well. I'm like, everybody trying to kill me with this barrel strength whiskey. Anyway, um, they brought it over and they just said that they really stand behind all the whiskey stuff that I'm doing. And I was like, what? That's cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So thank you to the neighbors. Um, I won't put you guys on blast. So uh, thank you all for bringing me that bottle. And I appreciate all the support that you guys do. And I appreciate all y'all's support, really. Like the the community that, that is slowly growing um, in the all the little... I don't know what I'm going to call you guys, the shamanettes or the, I don't want to say disciples because that sounds weird. I'm not like a cult leader. It's freaking weird sounding. I don't want to do that. Um, I think my, I think my, my, my thing died. I ain't playing no more music. Uh-oh. <laughs> Didn't last very long for you, did it? So we won't have any outro music because my stupid little iPad died. Uh, I know y'all don't care. It's probably too loud anyway. Um. Anyway, so I got gifted a bottle. So I've been trying to be really good. Really, really good. Um, I say that. About not buying whiskey all the freaking time. You know? Like, it's it's an addiction. You know what I mean? It's not. It is. It's not. Like that Britney Spears. Anyway. Um, but I've been trying not to buy a, buy a whiskey all the time. You know what I mean? Um, it's been a little slim. Uh, in the financial department lately. Uh, you know, it happens. Uh, when you're self-employed, the dreaded day job, when you're self-employed, it ebbs and flows. You know what I mean? One day I'm Big Bank Hank, the next day I'm like pork and beans. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but it, it's, it, so I was like, I'm not going to go get my whiskey this month. Um, last weekend I did because we were at the coast and um, got a bottle. Um, but I got that master select or whatever from Woodford. I'm really ex interested in doing a little research on that and kind of finding some backstory on it. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, but I appreciate all you guys and, uh, thank you. Um, so is that it? Oh, we went to the coast. Everything was cool there. It's freaking hot, humid. Um, and I did, and this kind of goes into kind of what we're, we're going to talk about today too. You know, we've always talked it about, you know, the, the whiskey tribe, the whiskey vault. Um, they're my, they're my guys. And they always say the first rule in whiskey is the best whiskey you like to drink. It's the way you like to drink it. I mean, you know, whatever whiskey you want to drink, however you want to drink it, right? Don't poo-poo somebody yummy, right? So, I, uh, I brought a bottle to the coast. Um, I brought the, you might have saw a little reel or something I did for it, but I brought the Oak and Eden pick that I did, and it was the black blackberry uh, liqueur-soaked oak stave. So Oak and Eden has uh, oak stave inside the, the, the bottle, and this one was at cast strength. So it was actually going to be able to get some of the flavors out of the oak. It was a French oak stave that they had soaked in blackberry uh, liqueur. Um, and when I first tried it, I was on the Pardon My American podcast, did a tasting for them. And um, I had just got it probably, I don't know, maybe a month before, maybe. Um, and it was still pretty hot. It, it didn't have any of the the flavoring, you know, to it. Uh, it said to leave it in there for like two to three months, and it had only been there a month. So I don't know when they actually stuck the thing in there, probably right before they shipped it or whatever. But anyway, um, but I brought that just because I, for one, wanted to drink it, and for two, it was open because I had poured a sample off of it, and then I poured for the Pardon My American guys. So um, funny thing was I had it in the in the car when we were going down to the coast and uh, we get there and I had it in the little side cubby of the back seat of the car and like I said it was already open um, so the cork was in it well it got so hot in the car um, we had unloaded all the 
you know, bags and stuff. And it got so hot in the car that it, like, popped the cork on it. Like, it, it expanded or whatever. Um, luckily, it hadn't been out there that long. Um, so it didn't, like, evaporate any alcohol or anything off of it. But it was funny. It, like, popped the cork. And I was like, oh, crap. Um, but I was, uh, <laughs> of course, it was super hot. So, like, I really didn't want to drink whiskey. And I wasn't feeling 100%. So I was like, I'm going to bring it just in case. But I don't know. So, I didn't drink it that first night. Um, but the second night, we were going to the pool uh, with the grandparents, and everybody was there for uh, my daughter's birthday, and uh, it, which was super fun. Like having the whole family there is just is it's just kind of fun. Um, and so, I was like, I want to make a drink. I don't want soda or nothing like that with it. I would have done ginger ale. That might have been pretty good, but I didn't have any. Um, so I just got the, got my stupid Yeti, you know, I keep my water in because you got to stay hydrated. Man. It's so hot. You got to stay hydrated. Um, and so I got my Yeti, drank all the water out of it and filled it up like halfway with ice and then put, I, I can't even tell you how many ounces. I mean, it was more than a normal pour that I would do. Um, probably four maybe four, five ounces. Um, I didn't want to do too much because I just wanted a drink, but I didn't want to have to go back up to the room to make another one because you can't have a glass at the pool. So we go down to the pool, and, uh, yeah, I'm literally drinking $100 whiskey out of a Yeti with ice. Yeah, it is what it is. It was good. It was good. Um, I'm excited to, like, kind of dive into it a little bit more because I think on the last night that we were there, I did the same thing again. Um... I can get that little blackberry note. It might have been all psycho Billy freak out in your head type stuff. Uh, but anyway, it was it was it was fun. Um, and then like just yesterday, so the fourteenth. Uh, I got an itch, sorry. The fourteenth. Banging the microphone. Anyway. The fourteenth, um, which was yesterday. I uh got invited to do a live stream or whatever um, for with Alan Bishop uh, from Spiritual French Lit and um, a couple other guys one of them one of them Phil Phil Billy what's his name Phil Billy Moonshine anyway um, sorry I'm trying to send an email at the same time um, and there was a couple other people, um, Justin Whaley, his, uh, Alan's apprentice at Spirits of French Lick was on the call as well. And, um, we were talking whiskey, they were talking moonshine, um, talking all kinds of stuff. It was fun. Um, went a little, uh, it wasn't so much about like the whiskey community as much as it was about moonshining and stuff like that. So. It wasn't really my 100% cup of tea, but I gave some good insight on barrel profile and stuff like that. You know, the stuff that I could talk about. Um, so that was fun. And um, had a couple uh, couple drinks on there. Um, a sample, I actually drank a sample that um, a listener gave me. Um, it was really good. Got actually finished that one. It was a two-ounce little sample. There wasn't nothing. You know, I'm not sitting there drinking bottles and stuff. Anyway, um, so, yeah, that was really fun. And then, um, so, now I'm doing the podcast in the house. Yeah, I'm not in the hot shed. We don't do that. It's 100 degrees. It's been 100 degrees for, like, 12 days or 15 days now. 100 degrees straight. The shed is freaking, like... 90 degrees with the AC blowing right on you. No, no. So my daughter went to work. Yeah, yeah, I know. Not only is she 16, but she has a job. I mean, I'm proud of her. But, um, and my wife and my son ended up going to, uh, my mother-in-law was, I got a, so there was a gala or whatever with our school. And my mother-in-law won a trip to a, like a B&B but it was like on the river or lake or something. 
And so they were over there this weekend, and they invited us over. And I'm still not 100% health-wise uh, from being sick last week. Um, and so, and my daughter had to work. So I stayed behind, she stayed behind, and so they went. Um, so now I'm at the house by myself taking care of the dogs, which are sleeping, laying on top of each other in the kennel. You know, my little baby dog. Uh, have a little Frenchie. She, uh, <laughs> she's a trip, and she she uh, attacks the other dog all the time and stuff. Anyway, why am I talking about the dog? Quit talking about the dog. Let's get to whiskey, right? Let's get into some whiskey stuff. <coughs> all right, I can close. I can close my computer now. It's it's it's. Uh, I actually took notes, but I put them on my phone, and I don't want to like interrupt the podcast so like i printed them out yeah i'm freaking i'm trying to do some good shit for y'all um so as we know whiskey is is subjective and what that means 16 minutes in it's not bad a little bit but it's fine um whiskey is subjective like the way i taste whiskey and the whiskey i like might not be the whiskey that you like you know what i mean and don't poo-poo somebody else's yum. I think I've said that many times on here. Um, and I stand behind that. Um, I like PD scotches. Not all the time, but I like them. Some people cannot stand them. That's fine. <coughs> you know, so whiskey is very subjective. And the it's all about your mood, it's all about your uh, headspace that you're in, which I guess it's mood, but it's also what you ate, what you feel like, like, it has been so hot lately that, like, I haven't even really, I know, this is a blasphemy, but I haven't even really wanted a whiskey, because, like, either, if I do have a whiskey, it's a cocktail or something like that, but I haven't even been doing cocktails lately, because the sugar in it, like, makes me thirsty. You know, so, um, and I'm trying not to, you know, chug a cocktail because we've already talked about how that'll screw you up. Um, but yeah, so let's let's kind of dive divulge off the subjective part because we all know that like your taste is different than mine. Like some people love asparagus. I hate asparagus. I cannot stand asparagus. You know what I mean? That doesn't make asparagus bad. It just makes it bad for me. Um, some people don't like real, like, smoky barbecue, you know, like real Central Texas barbecue, like with a crust of, of uh, uh, pepper, you know, big old thick crust. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, so, sorry, my daughter's texting me. I don't know if she needs to off oh my gosh this this is craziness this is live action right here so let me see what she's doing let me see if i can do this is it still recording yes okay cool we're still recording i hope sorry i just have to do this real fast (laughs) she's like you're the one picking me up right i'm like no Anyway, um, yes, we did it. Sweet. Okay. Um, I might have to cut this and go pick her up or whatever, but I'll, I'll continue when I get back. So it might have like a little, you know, cut in it, a little cut scene or something. Anyway, um, let's move into common whiskey mistakes that people make when they're buying whiskey, right? Which, (laughs) she wants chocolate. Anyway, um, I'm sorry. I'm getting very distracted, and I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. What is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway. Okay. Common whiskey mistakes uh, that people do when they're, when they're buying whiskey. Um, the first one, and this is like five or six, maybe seven, um, is... A random recommendation, right? 
just some rando dude like myself telling you to go pick up a bottle of whiskey, right? Like I say, taste is subjective. Don't take my word that they're, that you're going to like that whiskey. Um, you have to do your due diligence in it. Um, and don't take the, um, I talked about this on a podcast earlier. Don't take what the guy at the liquor store, you know, you go in there and you say, hey, um, what, what do you, I, I, I like this. What, what do you have that's like that? They're always going to push you to big box brands, which there's nothing wrong with big box brands at all. Um, I myself, and see, this is where the subjectiveness comes. I myself tend to go towards a craft distillery, right? You're finding crafty stuff. That's just me. You do what you want. If you want to sit there and drink um, whatever they tell you, that's fine. So somebody else's recommendation is just that. It's their opinion, their two-bit opinion at that. And that's including me. That's including everybody. Don't take one review. Don't take um, one person saying, hey, this is good. That That's like, okay, remember back in the day, like the Rolling Stone magazine used to have reviews of bands, right? I know this isn't a music podcast, but you guys get what I'm saying. Like They'd be like, oh, the new, um, well, I'm going to show my age here. The new Nirvana album is epic, and it's this, and it's this. And if you listen to it, I know Nirvana's been gone for a long time. Stop. I get it. Um, you listen to it, and you're like, that's crap. Well, then you look back at that same guy's reviews of other stuff, and you're like, well, that band's crap, too. Well, maybe you don't need to listen to what that guy says. He doesn't have the same taste as you, right? The same thing. Same thing. So, um, I can't believe I talked about Nirvana. I, 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 I liked Nirvana for, like, I don't know, a year in, like, middle school, you know, whatever. Um, it wasn't really my vibe. Anyway. So that leads into the second one. If somebody does a review, I do reviews a lot on my channel. Um, I'll review, but it's not really, like, a yay or nay. Some of them, on some of them I do do, like, a star rating, you know, three out of five stars or whatever. That doesn't mean anything because... Like I say, taste is so subject, not objective. I guess it's kind of objective too. But it tastes is so subjective. I and and for me, I noticed it this a lot daily. Like I'll go like okay, per, this is the perfect example. Perfect example. I have a bottle of Russell's Reserve single barrel pick, right? Super cool, super great whiskey. I love it's wild turkey, you know. I love wild turkey. This was a great bottle. I took a pour of it last night. And it... Okay. So my wife makes pickles. <laughs> It'll lead you into this. I took a drink of the whiskey last night. And it tasted like the pickle juice. Or like the smell of her making pickles. It tasted like that smell. Like dill and, and cardamom. And you know, like stuff like that. I was like, wow. That is not what I wanted. That was not good. And I love the whiskey. That's the thing. So that's why I'm saying, don't take somebody's review on it because um, it is just that. It's their review, not not anything other than that. It's one person's opinion. So there's a, a guy on YouTube, uh, Roy with Aquavit. Shout out Roy. He's in uh, Scotland. <coughs> If you've never um, watched him, you you need to. Um, he's doing some amazing stuff. He's all about uh, scotch, obviously. He's a scotch boy, but he's getting into. We're getting him into bourbon too. But um, he does a thing, and he just did one. He just released a new episode of it called Recycled Reviews, and he takes the bottles that he has finished, right? He polished them off, bottled them down, whatever you call it. And he um, does a review at the trash can or at the recycle bin. Um, and he kind of gives you, like, would I buy this again? Would I not? Was it worth the money? You know, that's the type of reviews that I want. You've sat there with the bottle, 
and drank the entire thing, maybe with friends, maybe not, maybe with dinner, maybe with ice, maybe with a cocktail. I don't care. How was the bottle? Would you buy it again? And there was some of them he's like, I have three more bottles of this in the house, <laughs> you know? So it's like, okay, so we know that that one, if you follow his profile, we know that that one is a fairly good whiskey, you know? So it's it's pretty fun. Um, okay, so the next one gets a little fringy, but it's okay. Um, have you ever heard, and, and I think I even pointed it out earlier, um, like when, when I said I like I like peated scotch. Have you ever heard of people that say, well, I don't drink scotch, it all tastes like burnt tires. You don't you don't drink any scotch, none at all. It all tastes like burnt tires as a stereotype, right? And I'm offended. No, <laughs> I'm not offended. I don't care. You don't have to drink it. It's more for me. Um, I'm, we, you have to re... You have to relieve of that stereotype. Some people are like I don't. I only drink bourbon because that's American. Why do I sound like a redneck when I do that? I don't know. I only drink bourbon, or I only drink American single malt. No, no. Like you have to get over the stereotypes of that. You know what I mean? Like don't think something is a certain way. All bourbon just tastes like cornmeal. No, no, it doesn't. You know what I mean? Have you tried X? Well, no. I only drink Jack Daniels. Okay, well, um, maybe you should try something else. Just try it. You don't have to, you know. That's the thing. You have to get over the stereotypes. And you have to put yourself out there. And that's why going to, like, whiskey bars, like whiskey cake and, you know, seven grand and places like that, and getting a pour, just a pour of whiskey, right? Try it. Do you like it? Cool. Take a picture of the bottle. Yeah? If you don't like it, if you don't like it, then fine. You don't have to drink it again. You know how many whiskeys I've tried and didn't like? A lot. You find your profile, and you stick with it, and then you find new things as well. And it's, and it's crazy how people will just will not go outside their box. This is my box. This is where I stay. You know, I know people, they only drink Jim Beam. White label. Okay. Well, why? Well, because my dad drank it. And, my, and his dad drank it. Okay, cool. But have you tried the Jim Beam single barrel or um, Booker's or Baker's? or You know, have you tried anything else from Beam? Well, No. What about Knob Creek? Have you tried that? No. Get there a little bit. Yeah, it's just me. And here, here's another big one. Uh, we were talking about Penelope earlier. <coughs> we, I, <laughs> I was talking about Penelope. You weren't. I was. Um, there's a lot of people out there, and this is more whiskey snob. No, I don't want to say snob more for the whiskey like advanced they totally ignore sourced or blended whiskey right they totally ignore it i don't drink that because that's jimb mgp crap okay for one mgp makes great whiskey <laughs> obviously it's all over the place they obviously make good whiskey and there's a bunch of others uh, Barton, 1792, you know, they, they do a lot of that. Uh, uh, Dickel, George Dickel, um, he, they, they do a lot of sourcing for different distilleries. Uh, Milam and Green here in Texas is one of them that they get from. Um, so, yeah, I mean, don't, don't, uh, don't turn your nose away just because it's a source whiskey. Maybe they're doing some cool finishing with it. Maybe they're doing... Something that, um, you know, maybe they're able to uh, have like a really cool ice wine finish or something like that to it. Like something you're not going to get just from the standard NGP. Um, anyway, and blended, Lord, have you ever had Compass Box? Literally, Compass Box is a scotch 
um, blending house, I guess you would call them. Independent bottler, blending house. Um, there's a difference between independent bottler and blending house. A blending house takes bottles of whiskey, uh, bottles, barrels of whiskey from other distilleries, blends them together to a unique profile, and puts their label on it, right? A independent bottler showcases the independent distillery. So like um, Scotch Malt Whiskey Society, right? They do that. Lost Lantern. They do that. Uh, Compass Box is a blending house. <coughs> Johnny Walker, blending house. They're taking other distillery stuff and blending it and making it a new product, supposedly. Um, if you've never had any Compass Box, you need to try some. Spaniard is amazing. Um... I mean, obviously, I love the Peat Monster. Um, there's, I mean, there's a whole bunch of them, and they're all pretty good. The one that I really didn't care for is called Spice Tree, I think. It wasn't my, personally, my favorite. Um, but I've had quite a few other ones. There's one called Canvas or Artist or something like that. It was really good. Um, but yeah, um, like Monkey Shoulder is a blended scotch. Love monkey shoulder. Some people don't like it. I get it. It's fine. Um, but if you think about it, over in Scotland and Ireland, they are a whole lot better about drinking blended whiskeys. Um, but let me tell you a whiskey that everybody loves here. Well, not everybody, but everybody loves here that's a blended whiskey. Crown Royal. Yeah. <laughs> Crown Royal is a blended whiskey. And everybody loves it. Well, they don't know they love it, but they love it. So, you know, we I think we've talked about Canadian before and how it's made. They independently indis well, they independently distill each grain separately, right? So the corn, the rye, the malt, whatever, all separate. So they make a corn whiskey, a, you know, whatever. And they age it separately. Not all the time, but most of the time. And then they blend it back together to their own specifications of what they want. Because it, in Canadian whiskey, they also do what they call high rectification column stills. Like sometimes like they do with, with bourbons. But these are, they get it up to 180 proof. Um, and then they, you know, they can, it's almost like light whiskey. Anyway. And they barrel it and age it and, and used oak or whatever. Um, and then on the Crown Royal blended, the blended whiskey, they actually add neutral grain spirit to it. So it's, you know, like that. So um, Kessler's does the same thing. It's basically vodka blended with a little bit of whiskey, um, blended, uh, blended scotch does that as well. Single grain plus single malt mixed together. Um, anyway, so don't ignore those. They can be really good. Now they're not, some of them don't have the same profile and that's fine, but that's a common buying mistake that like, oh no, that's a blended whiskey. I'm not getting it. Don't, don't think about that. And I went on a little tangent there. I'm sorry. <coughs> <coughs> sorry, I'm still coughing up a little bit. Sorry if I'm trying not to do it in the mic, but okay, the next one is I kind of talked about this earlier, but um, no exploration. This is mainly for like whiskey noobs, what they call whiskey noobs. Um, they know they like Southern Comfort, which isn't even technically a whiskey, but they know they drink Southern Comfort because it's cheap. You know, and they won't go outside of that. And one of the things that I strive on as a whiskey sommelier and as a whiskey enthusiast is to teach people and to help people find cool and interesting whiskeys that are like the same whiskey that they like. It's hard sometimes because if you really like the flavor profile of um, I'm not going to pick on those two again, of 
four roses. That was a hard one for him. Yeah. It's going to be difficult for me to show you something different than four roses and you enjoy it if you only drank that, right? If you're a wild turkey man, you only drink wild turkey. If you're a rich and rare man, you only drink rich and rare. If I try and give you some potter's crown, you're not going to like it. If you're a rich and rare guy, and I try and give you some, um, oh, what was it? Um, I try to get you some, uh, oh, what is it? Like copper, copper pot distilled. Sorry, my daughter is texting me again. Sorry. Um, <coughs> so we're, we're probably going to have to stop in a second or I'm going to have to pause anyway. You know what I mean? Um, and we'll get back to it, but the, uh, yeah, you're just like, a, you don't want to explore anything and that's going to, it's a mistake when you go to buy whiskey because you don't want to try anything else. You just know. Like, and I've seen it so many times, like, I'm browsing the liquor store, especially the larger ones. You'll have the guy that will go over there and get the big handle of Jameson and walk out. Or two sometimes. And walk out. And I'm like, okay, don't get me wrong. Every whiskey has its place, and I'm not going to poo-poo your whiskey, remember? But, like, come on. Try something. And I know some people are like, no, I like what I like. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to judge you. But these are just things that are common mistakes that people do. All right. This one, this one is a big, big one. Oh, mainly, mainly in scotch, but it's also in bourbon as well. Also in bourbon. Only buying age-stated whiskeys. Well, that's a Knob Creek 10-year. That's got to be good. That's a Freud 18. That's all. I'm only going to drink that. And there was a, there's like a little joke or pun that people say, you know, I want my scotch to be older of legal drinking age or something like that or older than my kids or <laughs> something. I don't know. Um, and that's getting harder and harder now. Um, Oh, speaking of that, what was it? What what distillery was it that just released a 80-year-old whiskey? 80 years old. Holy crap. I bet there was like two bottles in that that barrel. Seriously. It's natural cast strength at 42%. Yeah, because in Scotland, the proof goes down, right? Guess how much it was. I'll wait a minute. I'll wait a minute, and then I gotta go pick up my daughter. So it was like 1.8 million dollars for a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> no, okay. I don't care how good that whiskey is. I don't care. I don't care if I had all of the money in the world. I'm not gonna do it. I'm n I'm just not gonna do it because, for one, it's principle, and for two, I don't chase that age statement. And you shouldn't either. Now, that will I tell you that there's a reason that most bourbons coming out of Kentucky are six to eight years old? Yes, there is a reason. In that particular time frame is when the best whiskey is made. You can go higher and get some good barrels. You can go lower and get some good barrels. But that's the sweet spot, what they call the sweet spot. And so that leads us into non-age dated whiskeys, right? That, and this is a lot more in Scotch than it is in, in American whiskey. But like, you're missing out on so much, kind of like with the source. You're missing out with so much just because it doesn't say 10 year or 12 year on it. Um, I know there's a lot of um, Scotches like Ardbeg, Laphroaig, um, Lagavulin, you know, they're doing all of these uh, non-age dated releases 
and some of them, not all of them, some of them are delightful. Yeah, how do you like that? Changed it up a little bit. Delightful. Um, they're delightful. They really are. They're super good. <coughs> so don't um, only buy it because of its age. There's some non-age dated whiskeys out there that are amazing. But this is another common buying mistake. And uh, I got to go pick up my daughter. So I'll be right back. a little bit <laughs> oh man it's hot dude it's so hot i went outside and it's like oh lord so hot it's like five now and yeah it's super hot <coughs> okay this is a good one. um we're on five or six or seven i don't even remember um this one is makes the whiskey better the more it costs the better it must be right okay huh is that true no it's not true well okay caveat to that caveat to that um the more a bottle cost does not mean it's better it just means it's more rare and or allocated so just because you spent $300 on a bottle does not mean that that bottle is worth that $300. So, yeah, think about that. So just because, okay, let's take, and I hate to, I hate to do this to, you know, different whiskeys because I don't want to call anybody out, but let's look at the Pappy Van Winkle 23 year old right so, I you know you can't find it at retail you know retail is I think it's like 250 retail and I would say if you can find it for retail which you're not going to but if you could pick it up for that is it worth it at that yeah I mean it's 23 years old so it's I mean it's been sitting in a barrel for a long time that does again that does not make it better but it does, uh, it does give it, a different, give it a different flavor profile. So, um, but secondary market, that damn bottle is going for like five, six thousand dollars, right? Does that make it better? No, no, it just means there's like twelve of them in existence. That doesn't make it better. I have had some amazing whiskeys that were 30, 40 bucks. Price doesn't make it, doesn't make it better. Um, just like age doesn't make it better, right? You can get a baseline two-year-old bourbon that is amazing for 20 bucks. And I guarantee you it's good. So, <clears throat> moving on. Because that kind of goes into the age statement, you know, thing. The price is based on its rarity. You know, so if there's a, like that's why single barrels uh, go for more money than the regular offering, because guess what? They're you know there it's one barrel, so you're at max getting depending upon the barrel 200, 250 bottles. You know, so it's like you're not really getting a whole lot with it. So um, you got to you got to be able to make your money's worth out of it. So. Anyway, 
So, um, so I mean, the price, you know, if you want to spend $200 for a bottle, I'm not going to tell you not to, right? Um, but at the same time, um, <coughs> at the same time, I am not um, going to, I, I, the most, I say the most, the most I've spent on a bottle was about 200 bucks, but it was a bottle I knew I loved, and it was a older bottle, you know, because unfortunately the older bottles are going to be more expensive. So, I mean, that's just how it is. You're not going to, you know, it's just how it is. So, um, but I would tell most people start off, you know, if you find a profile that you like and you want to spend the extra money, like there's some people that love like the Johnny Walker line, right? You start with this one, go to this one, go to this one. You know, you can get the Johnny Walker Blue. It's like 200 bucks. It's a good whiskey. It's not great. It's a good whiskey. You know, but then you can go even higher than that. They have a Ghost and Rare. They have a, uh, you know, whatever. <coughs> so, that's, that's the thing. Like, it's just keeping it, you know, I'm not going to tell you what to spend your money on. This is not financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor. But... Um, if you find the value in it, then get it. But that is a common whiskey buying mistake that people do is they think that just because it costs this much, it must be good. That's not necessarily true. So here's another, I don't know if it's a common whiskey mistake or not, but shitting on other people's whiskey yeah. yeah it happens it happens um i don't like your whiskey the whiskey you're drinking or the whiskey you talk about i don't drink that yeah that's that's for one it's rude obviously but um <clears throat> that goes into snobbery territory and we don't we don't allow that obviously but like it's, it's really hurtful to, for the entire community. And not only if supposedly these people are your friends, um, not only that, but like, it's just like, if you don't want it, that's fine. You can say, hey, I don't, I don't care for that brand uh, or that, that bottle, you know, but don't be rude about it. And I think that goes for like this entire community. You know what I mean? Like, just be cool. Just be cool with it. If you don't like that somebody's uh, <clears throat> having a whiskey highball or um, mixing Coke with their whiskey, if you don't personally like that, well, that's for you to deal with. That's not for them, right? Don't, don't worry about what they're doing. You worry about how, you know, trying to pull the splinter out of somebody else's eye when you got a plank in yours type and and it, you know not to get spiritual with you even though i am a shaman but um it's like just drink the whiskey and shut up that's how i feel you know like just drink it or don't i don't care it doesn't matter you don't like my whiskey fine more for me i don't like your whiskey guess what if it's there i'm gonna freaking drink it if i want it or I, maybe I don't need a drink right then. You know what I mean? People put way too much into this whole community. Not not everybody. Most of you people are cool. Cool to the, you know, to the point of like, I could sit down and have a drink with most of you. You know what I mean? But there's always the few that are like, Ugh. I'm like, dude, no, stop. And that And that goes for like all of this all of these mistakes that we've talked about like just be cool and ask serious questions and don't be afraid to be wrong like 
like I am constantly wrong about whiskey stuff. I really am. Like I I know enough, barely enough to get me by, and I'm constantly like running into people who know so much about one particular whiskey and I'm like, yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. You know, like with Germ from Freedom Malts. Like he knows a lot about malt, obviously, about uh, American single malt. And I know about it, but I know about my niche in that, you know, so that's the thing. Like, don't, you know, and the, the cool thing with Jerem was he's like willing to, hey, you don't know about this? That's cool. I do. Well, I don't know about this. So, you know, and that's the thing with the community. We help each other out. And, um, you know, Jerem and I are going to be doing a collaboration real soon. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's just, just be cool. That, that, I guess... I guess that's the whole the whole point of this is like whiskey is very subjective right what I like you might not like and what you like I might not like but don't be like that just be cool about it and you know don't worry about it, it in the end does it really matter does it really matter that I want to drink a thousand dollar whiskey on ice in a soda no it doesn't matter it doesn't hurt you at all why is it why do you care right and and that's the whole thing like I think people <sighs> this might get off tangent a little bit and I'm not going to keep you too much longer because I know we've, I've already had to take a break and you know whatever um, but like people these days this is kind of tangenty so just bear with People these days are so involved in other people's business, right? Get out of my business. It doesn't matter. Here's the other thing, though. Those same people are the same people posting on social media everything that they do all day long. This is me. I woke up. I had two eggs for breakfast. Um, I went to the gym. I did this. I had, you know, I'm like, nobody, nobody cares about your day. Right? Yes, tell us about something cool that happened. That's what social media, and I mean, I hate social media. Don't get me wrong. I use it as a platform to be a grifter. That's it. To hope that maybe he will come and look at my stuff. And that's what it's all about. Like, hey, look at me. Hey, guys, look at me. And I hate that. I hate that. I, I want people to, you know, I want them to to come and see what I have to offer, but I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm not, you know, the only thing I'm trying to sell you is a little bit of knowledge, hopefully a laugh every once in a while, you know, hopefully um, some good conversation um, because that's what whiskey was made for. And we've already talked about this. Whiskey is made for social events you know it's made to I don't know how to say it the right way um, it lubricates the mind to where it can further get into itself and tell you you can come to grips with yourself does that make sense it's like whiskey therapy you know Listening to this chill music, it's feeling, I'm feeling real zen right now, you know. But that's the whole thing. Like everybody is so worried about everybody else's business. Mind your own business. Drink your own whiskey. Unless you come to my house, you can drink my whiskey all day long. Just ask me first. Yeah, I got a lot of bottles that aren't open, and I don't want you opening every bottle because then I gotta end up drinking the rest of them. Oh, mama, you know. Um, so when I did the, the, the podcast with Jesse from Still It, um, I knew that he had a bottle of Iron Root Republic. And I want to share a dram with the people I'm talking to. I don't know. Maybe that's the whiskey community part of me. You know what I mean? 
I want to share a dream with him. And I knew he had Iron Root. And I have Iron Root, but it, I hadn't opened it yet. And I was a little apprehensive to open it. And then I was thinking to myself, and I said, what is wrong with me? Jesse's my buddy. You know what I mean? Why am I not opening this bottle to celebrate this, I'm going to say it, this friendship? Why not? This is the perfect time to open a bottle. You know what I mean? Like, why am I not going to? What am I hoarding it? And like I talked to Germ about for, uh, on the last one. I'm like, why am I trying to hoard all these bottles? I could die tomorrow. Knock on wood, it's not going to happen. You know, like, why am I hoarding this? I'm not hoarding it, but you know what I mean. I'm like, oh, I'm saving it for a special occasion. What special occasion? What? You're the only one in your house that drinks whiskey. Who, who nobody comes to your house. You know what I mean? Drink it. You haven't had a whiskey tasting in like six months. So you're not going to share it with other people. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, the last one I had was with family, which was amazing. Don't get me wrong. It was fun. But, like... <laughs> You know, you're not doing whiskey tastings every weekend. It's not like you're going to go through the bottle. Just open it up. Have fun with it. And that's what I want. Uh, that's something else we can talk about real fast. One minute. Open the bottle. You know what I mean? Open the bottle. Drink it. Have fun with it. Pass it around. Give it to somebody. Take samples. Give samples to your buddies. Ship them. Even if they're not with you. Get on a Zoom. Get on a stream yard with them. On Friday night, get on a stream yard and freaking, you know, sit around and BS and drink a whiskey. Ship it to each one of your buddies, wherever they are. You know what I mean? Sit down, drink a whiskey, BS. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. I hope that this was enlightening. Hope it was helpful. Hope that, um, you guys are having a great week and you're, uh, you know, um, getting, staying hydrated. That's the main thing. I know, I know it's uh, not hot everywhere in the world right now, but at the same time, wherever you are, if it's, if it's warm, you need to stay hydrated. I think I got a little too hot and that's why I got sick. Anyway, um, I really appreciate all of you guys. He said it again. Damn it. I don't know how to sign off. You know what I mean? Like, you know, no, I'm not going to do that. So, anyway, I hope that you guys enjoyed this uh, common whiskey buying mistakes. Um, I thought it was interesting. Um, I did a little bit of research on this, so I'm trying to research topics a little more and stuff like that. Also, here's the call to action for all of you guys. Ready? Um, if you're enjoying the interview um, podcasts, putting them up on <coughs> putting them up on the YouTubes and uh, they're going to be on every platform obviously if you enjoy those please hit me up and let me know um, I've had a couple people say that they like them um, I need I just need more and one other thing if you know of somebody who's in, into whiskey or wants to get into whiskey send them send them this podcast this is super chill, and we're just hanging out. You know what I mean? It's not, you know, you can do this while you're driving and listen to, listen to it while you're freaking doing yard work or whatever. Whatever you're doing, grading papers, oh, I don't care. You know what I mean? That's the thing. It's not supposed to be like, oh, it's super intensive and like you need to be taking notes and stuff like that. There's a couple of the podcasts that I've done with y'all that they were pretty nerdy. And we're going to get into some more nerdy stuff in the near future. Um, you know, talking about different whiskey processes and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, send them, send them my way. I'm trying to get those numbers up. No, um, I am. I am actively trying to get numbers up. But, you know, it is what it is. It's a slow roll. Um, every day we're getting, like I say, every day I'm trying to get a little bit better, do a little bit more for you give you a little bit more out there um so yeah keep uh yeah just keep we're just gonna keep going with it so i say all that to say this um let's turn it up.
music, so I gotta use the, the cheap seat stuff. That's pretty much everything I do is the cheap seat stuff. So, um, anyway, um, until next time, guys. Uh, I think that's the end. I think that's all I have. It's been a long one. Not super long, but it's been a long one. Um, I gotta get some uh, YouTube stuff up. But, anyway, as always, you guys, keep your spirits up. Peace.